0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Everlasting Essences podcast. I am really excited to to bring you this episode. So I decided to do something a little different, a little bit just outside my comfort zone to be really honest with you guys. I interviewed Santa Carl from the Merry Santa on my Facebook page. I did a dual live with him and it was absolutely amazing. Uh, For those of you who don't know who he is, it's actually my biological father. And he has been a professional Santa Claus for 11 years. And I am 31. So since I was 20 years old, he's been a professional Santa Claus. But he's been embodying being a professional Santa Claus, like being Santa, period, for a lot longer than that. And he's just really, he's really awesome. So with everything that is happening during 2020... I was talking to him and and mentioned to him how I would love to interview him and give um, myself the opportunity to practice my interviewing skills and give him an opportunity to be interviewed and do something outside of his comfort zone. So what I have for you guys is the interview we had technical difficulties and internet crapping out on us which was a little bit of a bummer i'm not even going to pretend (laughs) and lie about that it was is a bummer that that happened so i know that we will have a part two at some point but this is the interview that i had with him it is really awesome and if you guys want to actually see him on video it's on my Facebook page and I also will be uploading the interview up onto YouTube. So I'm really excited to share this with you. He says ho 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 and let's get into the interview. Hello everyone and welcome to my interview with the Merry Santa. I am actually really excited to do this. This has been something that I've been thinking about doing for a while, and I thought this would be a great thing to do is to interview the Merry Santa. For those of you who don't know who this is, this is Santa Carl. He is a professional Santa Claus. He is stationed down in the southern workshop in the greater Atlanta area, and he is really excited to do this with me. So we're going to talk a little bit about what it's like being a professional Santa Claus, I'm seeing the secrets, maybe some who knows what's gonna come up. I'm really excited to ask them all sorts of questions. So if you are popping in live, feel free to ask any of your questions in the comments. And I will see if we have time to go back to them. So if you are catching this live, please feel free to do that. And so Santa Carl, I'm so excited you are right here. So anything you would like to share with any of
1: Merry early Christmas. Christmas, not Mag. Good to hear from you. Hope everything's going well in Orlando. Oh, boy. The Southern Workshop, we are busy, busy, busy. It's after Labor Day. There's 101 days till Christmas. Whoa. Things are just starting to get a little intense, if you know what I mean. We're trying, trying, trying. And There's all sorts of questions about what Christmas is going to be like. And right now, I still have no true answers. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Now, you said that uh, initially you have some questions for me. I I'm do. ready. I, I okay. am ready. Go ahead.
0: So my, perf- my, my first question for you is, what is it like to be a professional Santa Claus?
1: Um, what is it like to be a professional yeah, and
0: what And what does that mean?
1: What does it mean? Or, I, I missed that part. What does yeah, it mean what does it to it me? Mean? What, yeah, what it is, is I... It's really hard to put a finger on it, but when you look like I do, and you go out and about, it doesn't matter the time of year. Kids, children of all ages, will kind of look at you and they'll kind of point. And they'll, you know, if I'm not wearing red or, or full garb of well, even my, you know, my workshop vest or something like that, they're like, "Are you?" And I'll just kind of give them a little grin or thumbs up if it's a child, a child of an older age if you know because what I do is I bring back memories for the older children of that special time and that's what Christmas is it's a very special time and special things happen and I just kind of spread you know just peace, hope love, joy and a lot of times you know the older children <laughs> remember something that happened when they were truly little kids and then of course the little the, the little children oh 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 you know it's like either they'll be so shocked <gasps> it's him or they'll be "are you Santa?" and standard answer is of course I'm Santa you know, I, I I check up on the children all over the world all the time. Sure, I rely on parents and relatives and everything. And, of course, the elf on the shelf. <clears throat> yeah, we're not going to go there today. But, uh, anyways, yeah, I've been having a little elf problem lately. And, uh, they are just, they're great people. You know, they're great people to work with. But, Boy, sometimes they get a little mischievous and tricky, and they like to have fun. So, yeah, but that's what it is. It's seeing the smiles out there, and that's what I'm all about.
0: Awesome. So you are. you mentioned a little bit of it, but can you dive into, I hear you talk about all the time to spread Christmas spirit throughout the year. What does Christmas spirit mean to you?
1: Christmas spirit is just it's the simple things the smiles the lighting up in the eyes you know remembering great times and i think during this unknown period that we're in right now that's what we need we have to remember the good times we have to bring that out you know happiness you know no, nobody knows what's truly going to happen day to day. And I'm having trouble with my hands here. I'm usually very animated. So, you know, being here on camera, I'm a little out of my element, but I'm trying, but great happiness. That's, that's the big thing. We need more happiness. We need people to be kind to one another. We, It's not just you or your friend that's having tough times. We are all having tough times. Mm -hmm. Everybody out there. So I'm trying to get this marvelous looking face out in front of everybody and say, Hey, be happy, be joyful, be kind. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about.
0: That's amazing so what type during so with the unknown coming up for the upcoming season can you talk about what type of appearances you you are doing you've done in the past and what pivot do you think that the, the brotherhood in red is doing for the upcoming season
1: um i've been talking to a lot of my brothers and sisters in the red suit and we've been having zoom calls and things like that you know, just to keep in touch with everybody, uh, it spans the whole spectrum of what is going on. Uh, some some of my uh, brothers and sisters are not going out; they are they are canceling this this season. Some are doing limited opportunities. Some are, you know, doing masks. Uh, most of them, I don't know of anybody using a face shield because a big part of going to Santa is pictures. Mm-hmm. And with a face shield, the second the flash goes off, you're going to see a big white spot where Santa's face was if he's got a shield on. Um, usually, you know, again with the hands, mm-hmm. usually when I go out, I always wear white gloves. This year, I will not be wearing gloves because gloves are basically a, you know, I'll, I'll say cesspool for lack of a better word. Uh, they carry germs and it's, you know, just not, not good. I'll be, you know, washing and hand sanitizing, you know, be, between my appearances and everything. Uh, I gotta tell you, there was one silly story that I heard um, from one of the guys on the Zoom call, and he spent a bunch of money on a great big old bubble, kind of like a snow globe that he can stand in. And I, you know, I truly don't understand that one because how do you move around in it? There's a limited amount of oxygen. Uh, You can't walk into somebody's home with it. I could see doing uh, maybe a outdoor event and walk around in it. But otherwise than that, I, you know. And then there are brothers and sisters, that m- most of them will be wearing masks. Um, and then there are some that just feel they're going to do whatever. They will try and social distance a little bit, either by standing behind a chair or a sofa in somebody's home, corporate events, same sort of thing. Uh, Some will not allow the kids to sit in their laps. Uh, I know some of the malls are going to have small um, plexiglass shields that the children will stand in front of. Uh, And then there's the total opposite from I'm not doing anything to the I'm gonna do everything, I don't care. I am not gonna, I'm throwing precautions to the wind. Um, I'm nervous about that myself. Uh, I think what with my own personal appearances, I'm going to discuss with my clients what exactly they expect. Uh, I'm working with several right now about virtual Visits, and I like this platform that you're using. It's very, very, very good. I can in, interact very well. Like with, with right now, it's it's you. You know, if somebody would, you know, they could set that up virtually anywhere and use a laptop or you know or handheld phone or whatever, basically, and I can you know, you know, talk to little joey about his wooden train set
0: (laughs) oh my gosh you make make me smile every time you talk about this so i i have a burning question for you go ahead for me i've always been fascinated with how you approach embodying santa So do you mind sharing with everybody what that means to you to step into your power of embodying Santa Claus 365 days a year?
1: Well, I am Santa Claus. There's no empowerment or embodiment. (laughs) I think there's just a difference between working my everyday, as you call it, muggle job, muggle, can't tell we're not Harry Potter fans here but and when i go out and make appearances as santa it um i've been doing this 11 years now and when i first started i was like uh, i don't feel um old enough long bearded enough white bearded enough, enough don't have enough knowledge of you know every possible scenario out there well for me it has been just a investment in time and schooling and practicing um back when you were around the southern workshop i don't know if you ever saw me standing in front of the mirror that was terrible try again Ho, 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 ho. And, you know, and I would and then of course is always the a... you gotta practice smiling um for everybody that's ever been married you you know you wake up in the morning and you're getting ready to get married you know and all of a sudden you start smiling you start smiling and you start smiling you start smiling and that night you're married and you're with your Spouse, and all of a sudden you reach up and go, Why does my face hurt so much? It's from smiling. So, like right now, I'm starting my practicing smiling so that every night when I come back to either the North Pole or the Southern Workshop, <laughs> I don't want to spend a couple hours with ice packs on my cheeks because it hurts so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, being santa I, I go to at least two schools a year learning my craft from other brothers and sisters in the red suit uh, i practice i read read a lot about the history where santa came from um developing it's a lot of the theater stuff um develop it de- <laughs> developing a backstory Mm -hmm. and the realistically when children ask you questions there's only 10 to 15 real questions that they ask you on a consistent basis. The elves on a consistent basis you know like Santa how do you do it? They'll come up with absolutely crazy stuff. And I'll I'll be like, you know, the longer you go on appearances with me, you'll see the true secret. It's if you if you say things to children with conviction, they'll believe you. No matter how crazy it sounds.
0: That's amazing. What is one of your favorite questions that children tend to ask you?
1: Where's the reindeer? (laughs)
0: Where are the reindeer?
1: Where are the reindeer? Well, right now they're out in the barn, you know. After oh, they're this out
0: in the barn. What are they they're doing in the barn? Pardon? What are they doing in the barn?
1: Waiting for Santa to come feed them. <laughs> but a lot of times, you know, I'm I'm all over Metro Atlanta, and invariably some child will say. I saw you drive up in a red vehicle. Where's the reindeer? Well, I look at them, and here's my story. The reindeer are very skittish animals. They do not like being around people. They get very nervous. And if I'm inside a building talking to a bunch of kids, and they get nervous, and they start flying around, not a good thing. Because usually Mrs. Claus is waiting for me to come back to have a late dinner and then go go to bed and rest up for the next day. So what I usually do is I leave them with a, a farmer nearby here. He owns a horse farm. He's got a very large barn. And because of the fact he's very good with animals, well, especially the horses, the reindeer seem to feel comfortable around him. So I leave him with, you know, leave the reindeer with him. He takes care of him, loans me his truck. And I get to drive a red truck. So that's it. That's my story about the reindeer.
0: That is absolutely amazing. I think you've had pretty much all of my questions. I know that there probably will be more, and we may talk again in the future if you don't mind.
1: Well, I actually remember one of the questions you had sent me.
0: Okay. Oh, you what did Oh, here we go. We've got one. What is your favorite memory from one of your experiences?
1: That's the one. Mm-hmm. That. Is I
0: would love one. to hear one of your favorite memories.
1: I um I visit a lot of assisted living homes during the Christmas season, and I love talking to the older kids. Children because, you know, everybody's a child at heart. And uh, it was very emotional for me one time because, you know, I was going to the different sections of the assisted living place. And, you know, the, the ones that are, just need a little care were in one area, all the way up through the full blown Alzheimer's and dementia patients that really War
0: oh no, Santa froze. Oh no. We lost him. Ah, oh, ding dang. All right. Well, I will definitely make sure that we have another interview with the Mary Santa. He is having technical difficulties. I could tell that his internet was acting up. So I appreciate each and every one of you for coming on. And we will definitely have a part two of uh, the Mary Santa, Santa Carl coming on and sharing with everybody his favorite appearance and memory and memory i appreciate each and every one of you for popping in let me know in the comments wherever you are listening or watching or send me a message on instagram at everlasting essences if you have any questions for the next interview also to from from me to you his social media um santa carl's social, social media is at the mary santa he's on instagram twitter youtube Facebook. You can go find him, like him, support him, subscribe to him. He just started a YouTube channel getting that going. I appreciate each and every one of you for popping in and I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. If you could, go ahead, if you found any value in this, go ahead and take a screenshot of it, put it in your Instagram stories, tag me at Everlasting Essences, and also head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. Once this podcast hits five 25-star reviews, I am going to give a, do a giveaway. I'll do like a little raffle and I will put everybody's name into a hat or I'll do one of those ram- randomizers on Um, online and I will give a giveaway once we hit 25 five-star reviews. I appreciate each and every one of you and have a wonderful day. Bye.